You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Prefer to wear the headphones. Andrew. I know I don't. I don't need headphones. I don't. I don't think you need headphones either. But uh, no, I just I'm like good. wearing them. I feel like a. Sick. I feel That's like really a good. pilot. I feel like Chuck Yeager. Like radar. I got the right stuff. Well, here we are coming to you live from an undisclosed area. Yeah, this is weird, huh? We're in a very nice house, and uh, we are in the land of Porco. Yeah, we're. We're in my mother's house but right the, now. The important thing is we're together. That's true. That is true. We're legitimately in the same room for the first time in many episodes. Many months. Um, you want to talk about what we, what we did tonight? It's yeah. been seeing each other for about an hour now, and I have personally <laughs> tried and failed to break into two homes. Yes, that's how we roll. Yeah, but totally independently of each other. It's not like, oh, I can't break into this one. Let's go to the next one. It just so happens that I had two... I've been in Albany for an hour, and I've had two separate opportunities to break into people's yeah. homes, present themselves to me. Uh, one, we tried to break into a uh, friend of the podcast, ex-guest uh, Nick Warkle's home. Yeah. Um, his dog kept looking at me through the window, <laughs> and was really excited to meet somebody. Right. Um, and I, I kept trying to uh, to pick his lock, but he has some weird like little... A curly Q thing on the end of his key. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cute. It's very very Nick of him yeah. to have this little flick. This this lock. No one else can have this lock. I you, I I bought it from a boutique. Um, <laughs> went to I went to a salvage to get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so. uh, and then I just tried to break into my mother's house because it was it was not unlocked and I I failed at that too. Although I'm convinced. With time, I would have gotten that because I I I half got it, but I just turned it the wrong way. <laughs> So. An important, uh, also an important detail to point out is that uh, in between Nick's and um, this place, we saw uh, Mark, the ween. That's right. Carrying a case of beer. Going nowhere. Down, going nowhere. He's, going like, he's like, I'm just coasting. Where the wind takes him. You know, kind of. <laughs> with people in tow. It wasn't like he yeah. was just like on a quest. He had like four people oh, with yeah. him. Yeah, his best, best girl and uh, a few other people in tow. Uh, Craig Dutra. Few other people, there, are, but then no particular place to go. Imagine the freedom, yeah. right? Like, I love, I have that 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 lust for freedom, and I have a newfound appreciation for it's just, freedom. It's just wanderlust. Uh, you know, he's is. like, he's, and then they started walking toward the park. <laughs> That's right. You don't yeah. even think about so that. What the fuck? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's eight in, o'clock at night. Don't go to the park. They remind me of like um, what it'd be like to hang out with like Mungo Jerry. From yes. the '60s, you know, yes. like in the summertime, everybody is fine. And it's like they'd be like they'd build a bonfire. <laughs> and it was Mark who drinking craft beer out of a case of beer. 
it's like oh but and the, but the craft beer was like mad sketchy because it was like bonus can bonus 15 cans oh, gee, i wasn't even wasn't paying attention i was just uh, so excited at the prospect of breaking to nick's house that notice. uh that i i i had like tunnel vision ever since my psychiatrist rock and roll doctor put me on at triple the amount of Adderall that I usually am on. Rock and Roll Doctor is really fucking like <laughs> just playing it fast and loose. <laughs> rock and Roll Doctor's uh, my experience with Rock and Roll Doctor was I explained that I was having trouble uh what getting up in the morning because I was feeling depressed and she's like, "Well, I'm going to have you take uh 20 milligrams of Adderall in the morning and another one at lunch and then one more when you get home from work." And I was like, wow, I'm not pretty sure like my dad didn't take that much speed. (laughs) And he was completely like, he was like, like Lemmy. (laughs) So uh, I have like tons of extra because I'm not like, I'm not going to get addicted to that. Yeah, please don't do that. That's fucking insane. (laughs) Not this this stage in the game. No, not going to happen. But uh, yeah, it can be somebody's plug uh, really easily, which I also don't want to do because I was there once. Hmm. Like a low key, people would be like, "Hey, do you have any candy?" And I'd be like, "Sure." Yeah, that's another sign you didn't know about Adderall dealer Hans. No. Uh, we're letting it all hang out tonight. So I had a little. Do you have any candy? Yeah, yeah. One person in particular was like, "Do you have any candy?" And I was oh, like, "Cornball." I was like, "Yeah, I guess." Uh, but I'd like uh, some people. I like crazy overcharge. <laughs> <laughs> and then nice. it got to the point where people, one uh, person in particular, uh, called me and said, hey, uh, I got a band staying over tonight, and they they want to know if they can get some Adderall. <laughs> and I was like, guess what? Out of business. We should start... You should start telling these stories, but then do really accurate impersonations of the person sure. calling, so it's, it's very obvious who it is. Uh. So, dude, um, they got a band staying over at my ho- at the house tonight. They're from Brazil, and I'm just wondering uh, if you could, uh, maybe can get some, get some, uh, Adder over them, because they've got a long drive back to Brazil tomorrow. It's like, oh, I got a 90-hour drive back to Rio de Janeiro. Oh, my God. Toby has to work at the fucking coffee shop on Monday. So... So, Jesus, this has been the most local episode we've had in a long time. That's fine. We're not, we're not going to be totally local, but there are some things that need to be hammered out. Um, remember last week when I talked about hating my job? Yes. Uh, how do I put this in ways that I can kind of like be? Well, I'll ask a leading question. Do you still hate your job? No, I don't. Oh, interesting. What happened? Um, the job... Might not, uh, might not be a part of my life anymore. <laughs> I'm really bummed. We've, uh, we, we, we don't have your fucking, uh, your translator dude on, uh, on the oh, radar anymore, though. I, I still have his number, and it's like, it's like everything I can do not to be like, man, just, I miss you. Yeah, I miss you. Let's just like get, let's just go to Shoney's or some whatever. Let's just go to Macaroni Grill on Wolf Road. Do you feel just, like he had a hard time with it too? I, he's the one. He is super. Super empathetic. Like, he's like, I know you have a lot of problems, man. Oh, How man. can I help? But oh, he would my. S- like, he'd say that, like, in the way that people who who didn't, who aren't completely fucked up by American culture, like, will actually say something that's really nice. Yeah. But it sounds like a left-handed compliment because you're just so used to people being passive-aggressive. He's like, I know you have a lot of problems, man. Yeah. No, How I have I a help? dude. 
<laughs> who works with me that is just the most earnest human being I've ever right. met. And like he just wants everybody to succeed and do really good and he just wants to train people to be better and he gets That's such great. like what's the word I'm looking for? Such a genuine joy from getting people to better places. Yeah. And it's like it's it's really it's wild because it's so foreign to me <laughs> that I actually don't understand how to communicate with them sometimes. I, it's so wild. Used to, I mean, I had people trying to step in my dick when I was a, a barista at Borders. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, when I'm in an actual job. Like, I'm so used to, like, what's your angle? What's your game? But seriously. Like, and, and I get that I'm the fucked up one here. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I don't think... This dude is weird. Well, he might be weird, but it's not like a bad weird. It's no. like, oh, everyone should probably be like that more. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I, I get that I am the the lunatic sure. in this in this scenario. But yeah, <laughs> it was a little yeah. And then uh, so it was, but it was a mutual thing, and I was actually kind of grateful that uh, everything uh, worked out the way it did. It was uh, you know, it was pretty much I was like not very good at this job and they were like you're right we agree <laughs> we're gonna give you a letter that states as much but we're also gonna say uh why well, i probably shouldn't hire you because you don't have the skills for the job so we're good and i was like i got in writing and we're good did they, did they give you any like severance or anything like that no oh, that's a drag i try it wasn't i wasn't even i was in a position to negotiate that and i was just like you know they're kind of like uh i'm thinking of the long game here I kind of like being really nice about this, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, you know, I don't want to get into a big deal. Um, yeah, yeah. I was in a position where I could, but um, no, it was like the fastest meeting ever. I just left, and uh, you know, I went to Chipotle, got extra rice. <laughs> that's yeah, what fuck I, it, why that's not? What I did. And I've been um like posting up. I've been doing a weird thing where I've been, I, I, I have been like posting up in uh, the a Starbucks for a couple hours. The one that used to be Taco Pronto. Oh, nice. On Western All right. So one not even remotely <laughs> close to your house. That's great. No, no, it's great. No, I love, uh, I just love getting up because I still have to get up because I still have to move my car in the morning. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go out. Just go to Taco it, Starbucks. Yeah, I'll go to Taco Starbucks where the guy fell on his head and died. And, um, Is that real? The, taco, the owner of Taco Pronto in Albany. This is the best. Oh my God, that's right. Yes. yes, go ahead. The best story. Not the mall. It's not Fuck. the best story for his family. This was the guy going to Taco Pronto. Taco Pronto literally had two ninety nine chicken and cheese burrito. Guess what was in it? Chicken and cheese yep. in a wrap. And that was it. And you'd go in there and it'd be like, I can make this at home. <laughs> But, but I'm at Taco Pronto. But I'm so, at Taco Goddamn Pronto. And you can yeah. get the you can just dump the salsa in it, and you have like some semblance of real food. You know what's weird? People listening to this podcast right now, picture Taco Bell, but if it was run by a single dude, like it was just a single entity, Taco yeah. Bell, and that's kind of what Taco Pronto was. And those things don't exist anymore. So that's why I feel like I have to yeah. explain it as though you're three year olds. <laughs> like you, when you were born, there was. A Taco Bell Baskin Robbins across the street from you. Yeah, you exactly. So yeah, it's like there was a time before you were born where there were just single fast food restaurants. They weren't all doubles. Right. They, it was. It wasn't fucking Dunkin' Donuts, KFC everywhere. Yeah, it was basically like a guy who went to like McDonald's U and got like, oh, anybody can do this. So he like opened up a Taco Pronto. And they were doing okay, but I remember he was always a real ball buster with the employees. He's like, guys, we gotta suck, we gotta keep cleaning here, we gotta keep cleaning. 
And he had the problem is the the downfall of all businessmen is that they have passions outside of their work. Yes, they do. And <laughs> you can never be successful if you have outside outside passions. He had a passion for cycling. <laughs> now I'm not talking about motorcycles. I'm talking about like Greg LeMond shit. Mm-hmm. This fucker fell on his head and died. That's exactly what happened. And he has a white bike in his name. Oh, does he really? He nice. It's really rusted. It's on Fuller Road. It's really rusted. That is uh, also the <laughs> second Albany small business owner to get a white bike. <laughs> <laughs> on Fuller Road. Oh, the other one, the owner of Some Girls Boutique. Yep. Oh, she was just, and she was just out on a joyride. She's riding just because, like, it was like a day like this. When Albany has a holiday, which I think all, I think if you live in Baltimore or you live in French Lick, Indiana, every, every like, up and coming, I wouldn't say Albany's up and coming, yeah. every, like, dense municipal, municipal area has first nice day syndrome especially mm-hmm. if it falls on a friday or saturday today was first nice day it really was and there's the first nice day in a long time and uh everyone's out skaters are out people are out and it couldn't be worse suddenly i can't find a place to park because everybody says wow you know what really goes well with the first nice day going to some over like overpriced wine bar that has like Really bad food. <laughs> like, not really bad food, but that's like that. They give you like a plate of small pickles and meat next to it, whatever that's called. I can't imagine any living human being ordering food at that wine bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, it's under new ownership, man. Oh, is that right? Oh, interesting. Okay. I tell you, but it's first nice day syndrome where everybody's out and it's loud again, like overnight. And I can't handle it. I'll have to handle it, but I can't handle it. So, what's the plan then? Well, <laughs> you're the only person in my life who asked me that. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I have a bad habit of asking people what their plan is. Well, that's good. You asked me that. <clears throat> I'm going to try. <laughs> I laugh at myself saying this because you and I know what's going to fucking happen. However, uh, I'm going to try. By the end of the summer, I'm going to try to make my return. New York City. Drum roll, boom, done. Yes. You could take Little LA, man. I will probably live in Little LA. Tinder works there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see Andrew every day. Mm-hmm. Like most days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I travel for work a lot. Uh, I'll, I'll still be there though. Gary would be like, uh, he's at he's <laughs> just here. Um, Wait, you're not coming home tonight? Like, no, I, I'm I'm in Buffalo. Why would you think I was coming home tonight? Uh, okay. Uh, Hans is here with a bedroll. <laughs> Did you tell him he could come here? Hey, it's fine. I just knocked on the door. If you answer, hey. I didn't say he could come here, but I also am now hearing myself saying that and realizing I also didn't explicitly say don't come here. <laughs> so I feel like... <laughs> I have to set some ground rules, of This course. might be on me. I can be... Uh, I can, yeah. So some ground rules, of course, but I'm going to, <clears throat> I don't make a concerted or valiant effort in many things that I do, but I think that it's high time that I try again to do something interesting and fun with my life that doesn't involve doing things I don't like. I think it's a good look. I think you should, uh, you should rent the fifth bedroom 
in a four bedroom uh, <laughs> apartment. There we go. Um, and then you can you can live with a woman who always wears a coonskin cap. I would love that. There you go. I would love that. I call her Davy. Yeah, perfect. Be great. I could maybe like make a splash on a New York comedy scene. Tell One of I... your roommates is always doing like fashion photography, but in your living room oh, that hasn't yeah. really been cleaned that well. That's always really good. On the on the wall, against the wall mm-hmm. outside my room. Like, oh, we're just gonna get like a hallway shot here. <laughs> so what's <laughs> See a lot of uh, like Instagram photos of people in a sundress, and then your <laughs> face peering through a window behind them. <laughs> like video of her twirling, and then like me from like shoulders down, my my right shoulders bouncing. Because <laughs> I'm watching it and cuffing it because I have nothing to live for. <laughs> Fucking ruined my life again moving to New York. No, it's gonna be uh, so. That's my you know. No one hold my feet to the fire on this. You know who knows what could happen, but. I've got a whole plan. I think it's a good plan. I'm into it. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's high time that I uh, leave Albany because nothing's happening. Yo, I get here and I just get tired right away. That's exactly it. It's I, bizarre. Like my rent is super cheap, but that doesn't motivate me to make like to do anything with my life. No, you got you got to struggle. That's sort of the thing. Yeah, like I could. I could ten bar twice a week and make my rent. Yep, no That's good. not a platform for no growth. <laughs> like, and I've had offers, and I'm like, I can't become an Albany bartender. It's a punchline. At my age, it's a pun. I'm like all the shit I said about the you know the older dude who's a who's a who's a bartender and has like bad forearm tattoos. It's just it's that's I would definitely become that. Can't do it. <laughs> can't Cannot do, do it. it. I can't do it. I I. Do sound right now, which is which is really that's already fun. a slippery slope. That's already Trust. a slippery slope because I have to like wash glasses sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I really can't. I don't know. I don't know if I can do this or not. But so that's my plan, man. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to uh, quickly piece it together. I'm sure. I, I think I know enough people in all in uh, New York where I can figure something out. Or, um, you know, it's uh, there's always a basement. Million dollar idea for this week. Tinder for roommates. Wow. You just swipe left and right on people you want to live with. Which God, would quickly just become Tinder. That is such a great... It's like, oh, really? Oh, you want to live with a bunch of Brazilian models, do you? Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Weird no one's answering you. You want to re- live with this bot that has a picture of Tyrese as a... <laughs> uh, God, bots, nothing, Albany Tinder is the worst because it's bots and 19-year-old girls from the local universities who are like, they'll, sw- I, I, I have someone, I had someone ask me if I could help them with my, their student loans, 22 years old. They're like, can you help me with my student loans? And I'm like, like a, like an arrangement? No, I can't pay my student loans right now. So, Yeah. No. You should go on there and ask people for help with your student loans. I should. And you'd be like, "Hey, I'm looking for a sugar. I'm looking for a sugar mom. I'm looking for a uh, yeah. I'm a sugar daddy. Looking for a uh, honey bear. What do they call them? I don't see. I'm so out of the game. I don't know what it's called. I find fascinating. Like, I I don't make like a ton of money or anything like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not. I, I, I ain't rich, you know, like, I, it's... I, I, it's, I ain't rich, but I ain't broke neither. Yeah, you know, it's just like, it's fine. 
but I don't understand who makes enough to legitimately have like like a sugar situation be happening or like I'm sure these guys like fucking juggle multiple I think it just it's seems so fucking weird in, that you have that much money kicking around right. in Albany it's if you make 45 grand a year in Albany you have a ton of expend, expendable income to spend on nothing to spend on absolutely because there's nothing to spend money nothing. here on no, I was just I was at a like an uh, 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 scale for Albany spot today. <laughs> like, to the point where, yeah, like, yeah, it was, it was like the the convening of the masters of the universe. Wow. And all I was doing was walking around judging other people's bad choices and cheap watches. <laughs> like, it was, it was... Well, yeah. You know, I get a mean, that's fine, sure. but like, it's just, yo, this is like there's a real, nothing to spend your fucking money on here. This is a real entry-level Rolex town, I think. I didn't even see, like, it's just, it's, I'm like, cool tag. Country club. Cool yeah. tag. Like, oh, look at yeah. that. That's, it's oh, citizen. Not, you bought a citizen, really? Huh? Citizen. Okay. Yeah. Um, Remember the... This is like <clears throat> fucking watch snob fucking chat here. This is watch, uh, you're listening to watch snob chat with Andrew. That would be a pretty good podcast. Yeah. Just pick somebody and zoom in on their like fucking TMZ photo and see what watch they have and then just spend an hour shitting on it. This was my dad's. He was a pilot. <laughs> or you bring people in in studio interviews. People bring their favorite watch and then I just be like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Watchyourwatch.com. It's coming. Not bad. Not bad. We're, we're diversifying. All right. That's $2 million ideas in one episode for you guys. It's a lot of money. It's not bad. It's a lot of money. And it, hey, if you lived here, you could spend it on fucking, I don't know, like fake walnut furniture. Or new socks and drawers. Or new socks and drawers. The only thing to actually spend your money on here. That's like a TJ Maxx world. Where it's like, well, I can get under, under Armour socks for $10. Jesus. It's kind of like with the world I'm in right now. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta hijack you out of here. I I might just do a thing where I come up behind you and use a stun gun and throw you in the back of a Please, van. Please, that, no, that would make things so easy. Yeah, I'll drop you in Sheepshead Bay and just let you figure it out from I there. I just want to be like, I want to like do that thing where I force myself, where I'm like, hey, roommates, I'm out in August. Yeah, you need steaks, that's it. I need steaks. I need to grind it. Grind it till I find it. My parents are really old, though. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is a bit of a trick. No, it's fine. They're robust. Well, that's sort of thing. That's why you got to go back to uh, to New York and get this all through before you inherit the house. Oh, it's already <laughs> that's in my a name. Trick. Yeah, you got to. I've got two years tops before uh, health becomes an issue, and it's like, oh, well, I can't climb the stairs anymore. There you go. Uh, Perfect. Um, it's yeah. It's gonna be. See, that's the thing that like most of our listeners ebb young, and they don't have to ever think about this stuff. Plus, they probably don't have a great relationship with their parents, but. I it's a blessing and a curse that I have such a good relationship with my parents that I will eventually have to relocate close to them because there will be my father especially is I would give him three years before he's in a he's in a hover round or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why did your old man have to pull out so much? Like you you could have like had a few siblings to fucking like spread the burden a little bit. I've, you know. I I I should say that actually next our next meeting our next my father and I's next confab where we like talk on the phone because we just have these meetings now where he's like hey what's going on you know we talk and whatever 
and I shoot down. I like make. I give him like different perspectives on his politics because all he does is watch Fox News, and I'm oh, like, what the fuck? I'm like, remember when in like the '80s you said that Donald Trump was an asshole, and you remember he's like, yeah, he's a different guy now. I'm like, yeah, he's like a way different guy now, <laughs> in that he's runs the he's running the free world and into the ground basically. And, and uh, sorry for all of our newfound. Um, Right wing alt right listeners who somehow, some way thought that we were an alt right podcast. Is that right? Not. Did I miss that? We got some Facebook, we got some t- uh, Instagram followers who were like decidedly alt right. I don't know why. Maybe uh, it's just probably a Probably because I was retweeted by a white nationalist yeah. and then it's just how it went. Yeah, this is probably on me. Um, it's not, not what we're about. Sorry to disappoint all of you. Um, you are you are in the Canon. You are in, remember when we talk about like the desktop computer? Oh, it's yeah. like the folding Walmart table with the desktop computer mm-hmm. and all the empty pizza boxes around it. Like that's you. That's that that is your scene. Yeah, and that's not anything we wanted. I was actually thinking about a guy I used to work with at a uh, in a kitchen that I am ninety nine percent certain just from his like his posting demo, teen demographic that he yeah he was probably in that fucking Charlottesville march. <laughs> just because when you have like dorks, dorks who are maybe a little too smart for their own good, <laughs> and then you put them in a town where there's nothing for them to do and there's no way to like maximize on being a dork, that's what you get. You just get those guys. <laughs> have you um when you said dorks, I immediately thought about Dorf on golf. Is that bad? No, I think it's great. I love Dorf on golf. It's fucking awesome. I, I had Dorf goes fishing. <laughs> like like trying to get people's information from their computer profile. <laughs> <laughs> Dorf yeah. steals your password. Dorf steals your password to your um, bank account. Now there was a <clears throat> I can't tell you what this place is called anymore. But there was a place on Central Avenue that was it was a TV repair shop that would sell videotapes. Savastas. That was the name of it. God, that sounds about right. Sorry. <laughs> I and remember so, that. But they had, like, the videotapes turned around fairly quickly, which is weird. And this was also well after the advent of DVD. <laughs> um, yeah. But my life was so empty that almost every day I would wake up, I would walk down that gross strength stretch of Central Avenue to this TV repair shop, and I would just buy videotapes. Like what kind? Like Dorf Goes Fishing. Oh, that's the thing. Dorf yeah, and Golf. Th- these were not like porn videos. They were just straight up like <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> but why? Because I didn't understand how money worked. And I just had... So- I lived for the first part of my 20s like people in Zimbabwe lived in the later God. half of it. Where it's just like, yeah. I, okay, I just got paid $60 for the week mind you. Oh, yeah. Dude. From my fucking garbage kitchen job. This money is now on fire. Like, this money... Oh, yeah. If I have any left of it at the end of the following Monday from when I got paid, <laughs> then I somehow lose the game. <laughs> so I must go out and spend my money on videotapes. That was me pretty much uh, the entirety of the early 2000s. Yeah, it's really bad. It's like was, super not good. Yeah. Living off overages for my student loans. Um, like... Hey, your classes only cost twenty three hundred, but I took out seven grand. Sick. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, no, it makes no sense. And the bursar let me do it. They're like, "You sure you want? It's gonna you're gonna need some expenses and bucks and 
I was like, sure, load me up with money. So I get a check in the it's mail. Free. Young me, undiagnosed bipolar, Hans, gets a check in the check in the mail for fifty one hundred bucks. I'm like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> like a Marshall full stack later. And, yeah, uh, not even. Are. You saw the shit I played through. Like a Yorkville cabinet later. <laughs> Be like, I had the most bootleg gear ever, and um, but I I I buy I'd spend my money on like, I'm gonna go to Goodwill and spend sixty dollars on cassettes, because you know, those cassettes are gonna mean something someday, to someone. It's so weird because I yeah it was one of those things like you know what it'll be good to have like a big videotape collection no it wouldn't you fuck no I, my mother's no. sleeping upstairs this would be the point where I would be screaming no you stupid idiot you know it would be good to have any sort of savings oh any my god kind of, you know it'd be good to have not wearing a pajama shirt outdoors in the daytime <laughs> would be good maybe about, you should learn how to wear a shirt yeah. that's your size how about you save five grand five grand not even why don't you save fifty dollars a month. Mm. There's a point. Mm. You know what? <laughs> oh, this is painful. This is painful. Like, oh, this we're, is painful. Li- we're living our youth. Because there's a point where I moved. <laughs> I moved back into my father's house. I remember that. No, well, you might, but this was before I had, I had, that. I used to have to pick you up from for practice a couple times on. So yeah. I had moved back to my father's house again, and that was when Hollywood. we. But this was the, this is the first time I can't even tell you what I was doing. I guess maybe I was working at the movie theaters. Yes, I was working at the Madison Theater. Sure, making more money than I had ever made in my entire life, which was like. Oh, this was buy an entire bag of chocolate-covered almonds at Price Chopper, Andrew. Oh, yeah, at 3 in the morning. <laughs> like, finish, start the last movie at midnight. Sit there doing God knows what, just, right. like, reading books that had no value or, like, I don't know, playing with electronics or some shit until 2.30 when that movie let out. Oh, yeah. Then walk over to Price Chopper and just get a giant, like... What's bigger than king sized? What's like jumbo? Uh, what's that? Jumbo. Jumbo fucking like emperor for life sized uh, <laughs> chocolate covered. Never or, have to buy it again. Almond M and M's. Like Costco, like pallet size. Yep. They'd, and they'd ask you if you need help carrying it to your car. <laughs> but it's not even just that. It would be like those. And then, do you remember Price Shopper made pizzas? Yes, I do. Awful. Yeah. Awful pizzas. Awful. Like a sponge with sauce on top. Terrible. Yeah. And I acknowledge they were terrible, but I would continue to buy them. Oh, yeah. A whole pizza. Yeah. And then, God, I, bucks, I, you know, though. like a bunch of other like shit. And then I would go home, walk home, get let myself in my apartment at three in the morning or in my father's house and just put on a videotape, <laughs> whatever videotape. <laughs> Videodrome, some shit. And just consume all of it. And then fall asleep at 4.45 in the morning. And then wake up the next day and be like, I don't know why I feel so bad. Andrew. It's weird. This is why I have to move. Because that's my, this is becoming my life again. Yeah, you got to stop. You got to, you, if you are out of work right now, you have to go and do your morning deadlifts. That's, you got to no, do that I, shit. I am up, I am up and out of the door by 9 o'clock. You shouldn't even have to eat. Just 9 o'clock, wake up and just lift the rear of your car once. And then you're good. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> I think that you're onto something, and I've been really resistant in the past of your 
um, lifting stuff, things. Just need to suffer. And I, I speak like somebody who goes so, to the gym every day. I don't at all. And you are originally uh, from but, Long Island, and you saying that you have to suffer is a direct vision of disorder reference. Yeah, you got to suffer. Suffer, and don't you bitch about the pain. Suffer. I like how they sung, you know, most groups, or some, not most groups, some groups affect a British accent. Yeah. They had a full Long Island accent. They really did. Suffer. And don't you bitch about the pain. It's not like the situation, the fucking singing in a, in a group. <laughs> they kind of were like the situation. They were, they were, like, and they were Long Island Guidos. And they, I remember when they played at Bogies, the famous Bogies nightclub, which everybody remembers. There's like, it goes mm-hmm. like CBGB's Gilman Street Bogies in the canon of punk history. Yep, that is true. <laughs> Pretty much. Which now has a, uh, the Upstairs Neighbors and Bogies. This is fresh Albany Gossip. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Upstairs Neighbors and Bogies had to move out. But not before they moved out and jumped the lease, they flooded the entire upstairs and it sunk into Bogies, which is lies because they're in tax arrears and they have the yellow sticker on the door. Yeah. They, it just became like black mold Bogies. Ooh, so it's God. Like, so not with a bang, has, but with a whimper. Uh, yeah, anybody else to buy bo anybody who wants to has any illusions of buying bogies not only has to pay the arrears, but also has to get um professional fire restoration. <laughs> get them in there. And uh I heard that jingle today and I was like, God damn, what a great jingle. Building to oh it's a. Uh, Oh, has a ceiling to floor even better than before. I don't know this before. at all. This is wild. But you know the Koto experience, though. I did hear today that apparently if you have black mold, you just use dry ice, and it ta- it picks up the black mold but leaves the structure intact. Oh, so just have my campies play. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you just hold dry ice with your bare hands, and then uh, oh, yeah. and then it goes away. That's awesome. You know, I worked with a guy named Keith in uh, fucking Pizza Hut in Glens Falls. And they packed, I don't know why, but they had dry ice there. They packed, like, stuff used to come and packed in dry ice. That's sick. And uh, someone dared him to touch it. And he did. And he was just like, you know, anything for a dare. And it burned his hand super yeah. bad. That's what it does. And had to go to the hospital. And they wouldn't. Idiot. And they wouldn't give him workers' comp because it was like a dare. <laughs> It's crazy. The rolling, the roaring nineties. Pizza Hut would have a workers' comp fucking like addendum for yeah, dares. Like, uh, I don't think workplace dares are not <laughs> covered. Dares way worse than Papa John's. Although I think Papa John's would have like a workplace drinking policy. Yeah, like, for sure. We'll just keep it to the car, okay? Just keep it to the car. If you want to drink, keep it in your Diet Pepsi cup. Thanks or Coke or whatever. I'm trying to think. I went to a show at Bogies once, and this is driving me fucking nuts because I can't remember any of the bands that played, but. They were all Long Island hardcore bands. Like they all, it was like that. Fuck. Oh, oh, both. You do both. Yo, this goes out to all for the family. Show. It's oh, yeah. me fucking nuts. I remember one of the bands eventually became CR. Compassion Revolution. Compassion Revolution. Used to wear yeah. that shirt. That used to be the RC Cola backwards. Yeah. That was the best. I haven't listened to the CR John Lisa LP in Twenty years. I'm gonna Probably. do that tomorrow. I'm gonna You're make really everyone gonna in my family listen to CR tomorrow as I lay patio. <laughs> wow! So for a brief moment in time, you're really you're going to be like a 
everybody who was at the Schenectady Rod and Gun Club yeah. from our Monster X show. <laughs> <laughs> too innocent, too beautiful, too young. Um, can we turn something else on? Yeah, I was like, thinking no. like maybe Steve Miller, you know, like some working music. I'm like, no, Compassion Revolution, okay. Man, anyone? Let's see. That's got to be on YouTube, right? We're gonna check no, sure. this shit out. We're gonna listen to some CR. Right throw now. some CR on. It's not C. Not, not C. I was mad. Not CCR. Into CR. Yeah, you were the, for, yeah. the first time I ever saw you. Yeah. It was, uh, who would have known? We always talk about that. Who would have known? Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Well, I used to see you pass me by with your Compassion Revolution shirt on. It's a smelly dick. Probably, um, I mean, probably, literally and figuratively, probably. Oh uh, man, the uh, <laughs> the uh, Phil Collins video I oh, sent you earlier hell, popped up. Yes, Andrew woke me up today. Oh my god, with the oldest. Okay, <laughs> so, hold on. I didn't, I didn't look. Did he have cancer or some shit? I, I don't know, but I'm just going to explain the scene. It's Phil Collins playing, doing. I don't know why on earth they would film this. Like is this like is this like a goof? Like, well, hey, we're gonna. He prove starts to you. off being like, I want to thank everyone for their support. Like it was like a like a Kickstarter thing support. or some shit. He has to do a Kickstarter. I don't know. I I, I just wanted to hear the fucking song, so I just right. like I kind of skipped right. over him talking. But right. now I wish I had listened to it. Yes. All right. Cr forty six songs is on YouTube. Yes. Hell yeah. Photo of them playing in a spot with a drop ceiling. Holy Jesus. <laughs> the entirety of my youth just came crashing back. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and play that shit. Um, but the Phil Collins video was disarming. Yeah. Oh, my God. In that it was so... He's so old now. It looked like a... It honestly looked like a um, a geriatric ward like rec room. Like remember when those Sopranos when Junior got really old and started like pissing his pants and forgetting who Tony was? That's what he looks like. Yeah, like precisely. He looks gray, and the the I, I was like watching it. And I was like, oh, sick. Phil, I'll always watch a Phil Collins video. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Andrew's hooking me up, my man. Um, get the morning started right, and I press play, and I'm like. Wait, like he has a big, like obviously, like a bruise on his arm that was from like an IV at some yeah, point. Yeah, or like just fucking like fell down or some shit. I don't know what the yeah. hell that was. <sighs> yeah, like this guy. W- this was the guy who made the splash, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't want to do music anymore because not only have I, <laughs> I mean, I've obviously conquered the music scene, but um, I want to do, I want to basically be devote my life full time to." Uh, every facet of the history of the Alamo. It's like, cool. I love that. That's and, great. And I yeah. think his car payment and alimony and child support thought otherwise. And now he's back. But the original band with Daryl Stern, at least with the original two like the corners, the two bookends of his great, all of his great bands that he toured with in the 80s and 90s, Leland Sklar and Daryl Sturmer. Daryl Sturmer used to play for Peter Gabriel. Then... And a little bit of a controversy that happened back in like 82, 83. Yeah, everyone mad cares about this now. Yeah. <laughs> but Phil Collins plucked him. The original fucking uh, Dave and Sammy. Yeah. A little, uh, uh, Daryl Sturmer happened to be playing on the uh, the Something Going On um, uh, sessions. Wait, for... the Frida sessions? The Frida sessions. Whoa, no shit. Daryl Sturmer played on the Frida okay. sessions. And then he was like, hey, Daryl Sturmer, do you want to play with me? Because you're going to make a lot more dough than Peter Gabriel, you know? Because Peter Gabriel is like an artist and doesn't tour all the time. I'll play fucking Space Mountain. I don't care. I just want to make fucking money. And Lee Sklar, 
bassist extraordinaire was like, yes, I'm definitely along for the ride, whatever. So they're there. They look healthy. They look fine. They've obviously... They look worried. Yeah, they look worried. They kept looking over at Phil Collins because Phil Collins does the old man thing that my dad does whenever I go take him to dinner somewhere where he hangs his cane over the back of the chair like next to him and he was hang- Phil Collins hung his cane over the music stand. Cane really bothered me. It was like... It's not like when you watch old Phil Collins videos that he was, like, running around like Bono or some shit. He would just kind of saunter around in khakis. It was, like, his thing. But the cane was just really upset me. Plus, he needed notes. Like, you've sung these songs thousands of times. Thousands and thousands and thousands of times. In practice, in live, everything. You just forgot the words, man. He just was totally checked out and still checked out. And they looked very... Like concerned about him. Yeah, that was, that was. And his voice was super bad. Nothing sounded very good. There. Everything sounded I, like it was played a half a step low. Because I, I said the entire group, the entire band sounded like they all got notified of a gigantic personal tragedy. Like their <laughs> parents, and the door was locked, so they had to keep playing because they were all like, "How many times?" Like you know, they always had the really spirited backup vocals that kind of sometimes carried Phil Collins along, but they were like. How many? Because they did the song "Something Happened on the Way to Heaven," which ended up weirdly becoming like one of his signature songs, even though it was kind of a throwaway song. Yeah. And uh, when I met Leland Sklar last year, I said, "Man, something that was happened. actually what made me." I hadn't thought about that song in a decade, and then when you were talking about that, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Something on the way to heaven. Not yeah, bad. Something yeah. happened on the way to heaven, man. It was." And I, I was like, "Man, something happened on the way to heaven. Such a good song." And he was just like, "Yeah, great, yeah." And. Uh, I didn't think it was weird because I when I met Leon Scholar, I didn't think he thought that people would care. He was like trying to be like because he was opening in, in some weird bad band opening for Brian Ferry, and I was like, "That's Leon. It's either Leon Scholar or somebody who like doesn't read Basis magazine mm-hmm. and like knows not to have a long white beard unless you're Leon Scholar." But holy shit, he was amazing. I I shook his hand and met him, and he told and I you know I talked about trumping you know weird, and he's like, "Yeah, he's a <laughs> he's a maniac." Cool. I was like, cool. I had some discourse with him. And then he's like, I gotta go, guys. Like, Be good. What? But I was like, what do you have to do? Because I was like, well, hold on a minute, man. I gotta be away from this. And he's like, what? I was like, what do you gotta do? I mean, like, what? We, you gotta go on the bus? You can't spend time with us talking? Because other guys here waiting? And I took up... <laughs> that was another thing. <laughs> I wait my whole life to meet you. I was. And that was the best part because I selfishly took up all of his time and there's other dudes waiting <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> I, I came up and literally interrupted a guy being like, holy shit, you're Leland Sklar and I can't believe you're here. And he's like, hey, man. That's so good. That's really good. <laughs> look, I, look, all these guys are older than me and I could take them. If you want to get in a fight about Leland Sklar, great. I'll climb up on that hill with you, pal. All right? I'll elbow you in the face with your six string fucking stupid bass. All right? I don't play bass. I play bass sound, kind of. Played it I, once, didn't like it. I just, yeah, played it once, didn't like it. It's like analingus, you know. <laughs> I got two upstairs. If you want to, uh, if you want to work work out some uh, some shit. Yeah, two bases upstairs. Wow, two bases upstairs. Yeah. All all the shit that I would love to have but can't fit in my apartment. They're still they're just like up in my mother's house. Wow, fucking grown ass adults still be like, hey ma, I got I gotta keep my stuff here and is the washing machine working? I need to wash things. Oh, please believe. Uh, at my age, I still do that nice. My parents just got some nice new washing washer and dryer, and I, I do that like. Yeah, you want to trip out? Yeah. New spots got washer dryer. Oh, when I visit yeah. you, I'm going to bring my laundry. 
I am officially moving out of Little L.A. And I am moving to a new spot that has a washer dryer. I'm very excited. I I know everyone listening to the podcast is very excited for me. What is this, the Lil, now? I don't know. I I don't think we can call this neighborhood a little anything without having we're, we'll get like picketed or some shit. So it's just a little just li- a, a little neat Liberia. Spot. Yeah, it's a little Liberia. It's, it's uh, it's cool. You know, I would watch um the Phil Collins video, but I realized that I watched 17 bad bad day at work fails compilations earlier on and now I can't find it. <laughs> I also fell asleep watching the entire John, Robert F. Kennedy assassination video, oh, like yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. the live, the CBS live feed. I've, I've sat through that before. The, the, you ever watch that? Because the people, I implore anybody to watch the RFK assassination video, like the CBS live feed, because it's it really it's kind of harkens to how people reacted when Hillary Clinton lost, because it's a bunch of people clamoring at the podium, being like all saying the same thing, but they have to say it in their own way. Mm-hmm. Like there's one woman who's like, is there a doctor? Everybody just please leave the room if there isn't a doctor here. And then some guy knocks her out of the way and says, we need a doctor up here. <laughs> and then someone, and then another guy comes up and he just shoes them both away and says, come on, we really need a doctor here. And also if you could leave the room. And then she comes back and says, we need a doctor here right now. And if you could leave the room, we really need you to either leave the room or, I guess, become a doctor. I don't know. So good. <laughs> but it's it was really it was like exactly what happens now where everybody steps over each other to say the same thing. So it's a really poignant moment where I was like, wow, the two-party system might be really fucking awful. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, it's like it's no joke. It's, that was like, it's they wild. They can't even decide on one person to be like, okay, I'm going to be the one that runs the podium. You go work. You go look at RFK. Make sure he doesn't die. Yeah, go find a doctor. Uh, Or run outside of the street, find a cop. Somebody do something else. Then clamoring around to have your moment. You know, I mean, look at. I mean, come on. Who do we? I don't want to. We rarely get political on here. But it's like, oh, I can't. I just, I just think back, and it's like, I, I did vote for Hillary Clinton only because I didn't want Trump to win. But wow, what a, what a, it's like voting for like. A bad realtor. I honestly like. <laughs> I don't vote. Yeah, I, it's I like I make it a point to not vote because yeah, like I'm the fucking the two party system is like. It's like it'd be funny if I wasn't living in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But this past election, I like I did vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and I like. I one of the biggest regrets of my life. Oh God, it's yeah. unbelievable. Like I, I, I will absolutely never do that again. No, it's I fucking mean, it wild. will never happen again. It's just gonna be. But even like, even like the voting, the whole nine yards, like it's. It felt so weird when you went there, didn't it? It and it's also like, like I, I. I I'm not fucking registered as like I, I I think I'm registered like fucking Green Party or some fucking some lunacy, <laughs> um, but like, yo, I I will straight I don't think I will ever vote Democrat again for the rest of my life. Like nah, the, that might have been not. the final straw. Like the the lean to like identity nonsense is like I'm good, man. I am all set. Knock yourself out. <laughs> and this, by the way, is why we have alt right people following us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, Trump's the he's a lunatic. But like Jesus. Oh, hold on. Hello, everybody. It's me here. Oh God. And this is us, and we're in our little rehearsal room. Little. Sunny Wandsworth. And uh, we're taking the show. Hi, it's me. And going 
on the road with it, and we're running through the show uh, right now, and we'll be playing you a song a little later. But um, I'd like to thank everybody He's for the sitting down, the so elderly, yeah, sitting in front of everybody else who's all weeks, staring at him, and for just just generally your support in general. You know, uh, what would I do without you? Uh, recreate the album, um, I would so imagine. Here we are. Here we are. So I'm going to shut up and we're going to get on with it. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not wrong. This song is played fucking like a full step lower yeah. than it should be. Have you listened to live, uh, like, uh, Live Without a Net? This is like a powerful song, yeah. right? Well, you get that, that good ride symbol in the chorus. Right, here it goes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Andrew Shell featuring Oof. Andrew. Hi. This does sound like the Jay Leno Shell featuring yeah. Jay Leno. This is like the height of his powers, though. Sounds like karaoke. This is kind of like this. Is, remember Michael Jackson? This is it. Yeah, like I never watched if, it, but I remember it. Like this is exactly what it is, and they were probably like the same age. But Phil Collins was like, uh, "I'm not gonna take like Propopol or whatever it was, <laughs> Sebastopol every night. I'm just going to fucking grow old gracefully." I mean, I, yeah, there's something you said about that, but jeez, this is. It's so slow. Really sad. Yeah, he's doing that like old guy cop out, like like immediately go down to the lower note. That's a great part of that song too. Like we had our problems, but I'm on your side. It's a boom, boom. boom. It's coming at you. It's a, and he ooh, made a good no. point that the woman that he wrote this about is probably dead oh, for twenty dead. years. Certainly a dead woman. No, I want to read the comments. Um, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I love you no know, fans are delusional. They're like seeing Phil seeing Phil sing in a rehearsal situation is a real treat. Love these behind-the-scenes live performances. They should have made everybody who commented fucking uh, prove their age. <laughs> 71. Love these live performances. <laughs> Love it. Boy, it gets better with age, someone says. No. Are you high right now? Oh, Phil still sounds good. I hope his drop foot gets better. What is a drop what foot? What the fuck? Is that a is medical it, condition? Did his foot fall off? I don't know. He was oh, just oh, walking yeah. around to his, his ranch in Texas, uh, wondering about where, you know, <laughs> like where a wandering. certain bullet hit and his foot just fell off. I bet he was like wandering around his ranch in Texas and like a, a dusty pickup truck pulls up. He's like, Phil. It's like Daryl Sturmer and <laughs> fucking Daryl Sturmer and Leland Sklar. And they're like, it's like when um, the two members of the Bears flew to uh, Brett Favre's ranch and tried to get him to play again. When he Is was that like real? 50. Yeah. Oh, so I got to talk about Brett Favre too. Jesus, no, but um, uh, <laughs> this is the best one. I was, I'm a longtime fan of Phil. Seen him live three times in all of his albums. I thought his career was pretty much over after his long and extended break and crippling health problems. So it's pretty amazing to see him come out of retirement and be so good. Um, I'm not sure we watched the same video. Um, is it <clears throat> is it hard to see him confined to a chair and no longer playing the drums? Sure. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that drum set that required uh, him to stand on his head in order to play it. He still sings fairly decent and seems to be enjoying himself. Wow. Uh, he's also making a ton of fans who really missed him. Um, all right. Okay, so drop foot is a gait abnormality in which the... <clears throat> The dropping of the forefoot happens due to weakness, irritation, or damage to the common fibular nerve, including the sciatic nerve or paralysis of the muscles in the interior interior portion of the lower leg. I don't understand a single thing I just said, but there's a photo of somebody's feet where one is half the size of the other. Oh my god, that's what he has? I don't know. I, it, I think that's two people. I think it's just two separate people that were in the same pair of jeans. <laughs> they broke up jeans. Um... Wow. Someone just finally... Uh, uh, actually, this is a, a channel where we might want to follow called Natural Ways. <laughs> this is the same kind of people who are like, going to talk about robot food and GMOs, but booze really took him down fast. Oh, wow. Still great to see, though. I suppose he used to belt them out, but no longer. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, go... Okay, Natural Ways. Oh, it's just a... It's just a uh, blog about conquering addiction the natural way by dying <laughs> natural way by going into fucking youtube comments and shaming the shit out of people that you assume have drank themselves and having a fucking one foot be smaller than the other yeah it's like a shame he's got a problem with alcohol like i don't know if he i mean yeah, I, I have no idea if he does maybe I don't know he, if did. he does yeah. it's <laughs> man i hope they i wish uh, weird that they didn't post the entire video um, no, oh, they, is that right? They didn't post it. Just one. It's just six minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're all I need. I couldn't make it through. I, just, I, I saw about 30 seconds. And I'm like, well, I know someone who will enjoy this. And then that was the end of it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I wish I could find the original version. Uh, Phil Collins, something happened on the way to heaven. Something happened on the way. That was when that song came out. It was so good. I remember, um, like that was an actual song that they played at high school dances. Were in like, like a long song, and uh, I guess you know something happened on the. This is him singing it like a long time ago. Him like really into it too. Is this uh, live in Paris on the circular stage. Yes, it one. is. Is it in nice? Round with the circus yeah. tent. And this is Leland Scar, the video with the dog pissing on his leg. I think I mentioned that when I when I met him, which must have been really intense. Dog pissed on his leg. Yeah, in the video, a dog oh, urinates on his okay. leg. And I was like, there, there's yeah, there's just live footage of of that Paris show where he's just walking around this giant circular stage. It's great. Yeah, he's really into it. He used to be great, way better than Genesis. Agreed. That agrees. That that actually shows why he didn't. Uh, um, actual, oh, Take Me Home. Wow, what a great song. Um, shit, I was just gonna Google something and now it, it fell out of my head. I'm That's sorry it. about that. It's gone. Probably it's my fault. Probably my fault. So, we're all we're at pivotal moments in our life, Andrew. That's true. This is, uh, you got a new spot. This is gonna be an intense summer. <laughs> it's gonna be an intense summer. I'm gonna ride this summer out as best I can. You know, I've got a, I've got my new state job. If you know what I mean. Perfect. Really good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, honestly, it's uh, what I've learned from this is that. Uh, what is this? I don't know what's happening there. No. 
Um, let's Was see. that Phil Collins just playing Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> playing some silent movie music. Um, I'm going to let it run. Let's go on a roll. We're doing that kind of thing. Maybe um, this is just music to inspire you to have a sick summer. I'm going to have a sick summer. This is the year of having a sick summer. It's it, Let it be written. Well, I'm going to work hard on very on little things that I've been putting off for years. Um, creative. I hesitate. I see. I has creative has become like how somebody like if you ask somebody what to do, they're like, oh, I'm a creative. Like I hesitate to say that. Yeah, don't do, don't say that. Things I, I things that I like to do that are fun. I'm going to spend my time on that. And yep, here we go. Yeah. What is happening? Okay, this is how I guess this is how practice used to be. Okay, that's more like it. They can actually stand. Okay, we'll try one more time. Okay. Note the subtle differences, like youth. No slapback against the wall. Oh, that was actually probably the problem with the rehearsal. (laughs) No slapback against the wall. The slapback was so strong it knocked him over, and he needed a cane to get back up. Yeah. Exactly. Wow, you guys are really on fire today. Pocket, all pocket. Oh, well, Man, right. we can't fucking win with the song tonight. I can't get uh, that much service out here. I'm in the, I'm no, we're out in the sticks right now. In the sticks. In, uh, Winger had a song called In the Sticks that wasn't very good. In the sticks, in the sticks. I don't think it was about the band sticks. I don't think it was. <laughs> um. Well... It's uh, we're closing in on an hour now. Okay, we've managed to go almost nowhere with this episode, which I think is fascinating. You get those those just like catch up episodes. Yeah, of course. I and uh, that yeah. was all right. Yeah. A lot more Phil Collins than I expected when setting this stuff up. <laughs> um, we can trim some Phil Collins if you'd like. Do you uh, do you want to call this and see if we can make the end of the sick punk show that's going on in town? Absolutely. Let's do this. Why all right. Not? Sorry, guys. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna sell some Ritalin. In town, <laughs> do we, we don't have any questions, do we? Uh, let's, let's see. I opened we, it up earlier. I don't we owe it to our people. Read a couple questions. Oh, I closed it to play CR. Hang on one second. Which is a game now, CR. Uh, the Yankees Red Sox game yesterday made me think of a lyric from Charles Ewart, so I revisited "You Are Beneath Me" and wanted to let you all know the guitars on this album are ridiculous. Well done. Hey, we Thanks. that's us, man. Toxic Twins. Eric Boost's basement. We just wrote that shit. We didn't even, you know, we just we just told ourselves we're just gonna do it. We'd go over there when Eric wasn't even home. I don't remember <laughs> what song Charles Stewart was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> like sands in the hourglass. What's with the mouse clicks? Are you playing Minesweeper while podcasting? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this motherfucker just really needs a, a real specific thing from his podcast. Yeah. You can't click a mouse when you're using it. Oh, thank you for listening so closely. Um, Maybe that that's, the, that's the price of our superior audio quality. Would you like to be our producer for free? Because uh, you, were, it seems like you already are. That'd be sick. Um, uh, the mouse clicks are me uh, tabbing back and forth between content like different things. And actually using a mouse. And actually using a mouse. And I, I am loyal to the external mouse and will always use it. I just say, hey, Siri, and then make her do everything for me. Hey, oh, Siri. <laughs> I didn't set up Siri. Um, oh, you got to set up Siri. Uh, and I'm sorry for the mouse clicks. I will try to uh, uh, care. 
Thanks. That actually is all of our questions. This is for one person who says you think you're better than me. With the answer obviously is yes. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that, that's about it. It's been right. a bit of a sleepy week in the questions. I know I had promised a uh, an episode of fiery political rhetoric. We got there. We but, got there a little bit. Yeah, my mother's sleeping upstairs. And I just don't want to yell, man. I'm just no. like I'm just having a time. Yeah, I'm just it's chilling. But the next episode we do true crime. Oh my drive, god, that's right. True no. crime. We gotta, we gotta figure that out. Or it, we, we, you know what? We make too many hard promises. We make a lot of fucking promises that don't really come true. Eventually, <laughs> we're gonna do a hard. We're gonna do a true crime episode involving. Um, if you want to uh, prepare, uh, Suzanne Lyle. Uh, just because it's a hyper regional thing that I think has mass appeal. Yeah, um, it's a woman. The missing season five episode. four. Four, I want to say. I don't know. I, after we talked about it last week, I went and I bought the episode of The Missing about Suzanne Lyle. Yeah. So uh, it's out there. It's a, all the shows have done uh, a not great job of covering it. Yeah, well, we will absolutely do better than we that. We need to find the old manager from Babbage's. Mm-hmm. We need to find the ex-boyfriend. Have you, have you seen interviews of the old manager from Babbage's? No. I actually just want to hang out with this guy. Really? He's on the, the thing I watched... He's on there. He's the only person with a pulse where he's like, seemed like she was a little stressed out, but then seemed like she was fine the next day. And I just don't know. And I was gone. I was, I was away. I was away from work for two days because I had my day a... off and I came back and I was like, oh, wow, she's still gone. And in the background, he has like music production software open on a computer. So it's, no. it's clear he's found his way into some sort of production and is like trying to angle it oh my god was it ted highland it's so good (laughs) (laughs) a little regional humor for you we have never gotten more regional than what just happened right there i actually apologize for that um google ted highland but yeah that was uh all right well this has been an episode (laughs) go to blue go to 179 179 go to blue sky studios if you want (laughs) Does Ted Highland run Blue Sky Studios now? Is that real? Yeah, both. He's in, he's taken over. Wow. All right. I bought a speaker cabinet from Ted Highland a couple of years ago. Jesus, we're going to stop saying Ted Highland now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week with uh, the true story of Ted Highland. Hey, don't forget to uh, order rhetoriccoffee.com. Rhetoriccoffee.com. Coffee to your doorstep every two weeks. And it's delicious. It's nutritious. And they give you cool, free art. You can hang on your wall or do whatever you'd like with. But the important part is that you order it. Federalcoffee.com. <laughs> my bump my my reads for the for this poor company are getting worse. <laughs> Last week it was why drink coffee every day when you can drink it every two weeks? <laughs> I don't know why they they bother with us. I'm still thinking about Ted Highland. <laughs> Red or Coffee now featuring art by Ted Highland. So I guess I should explain. <clears throat> Ted Highland. There's no way to make this the Don Ziantara funny. of Albany. Yeah, Ted Highland was just like a nice guy who runs a studio in Albany. Like it's not funny at all. Why like am a, I even explaining? He this? He would give but... bands like a demo deal. Yeah. And he would be like, "Hey, you should do this," and they'd be like, "Uh." But he was just like a really nice guy who everybody took super advantage of by never paying him. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why are we talking? All right. Okay. See you guys later. Bye. Episode one eighty. We'll never bring up Ted Highland again. I promise. Give it a good. Let never work. Give it a good. Let never work.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.